Greetings, everyone. Great to have you with us. Uh, this is week two and with our guest, Chris Morgan, and we are playing Chase with God. This is his book on prayer. Last week, we had a little introduction to how the book came about, and we want to look into it just a little further. Uh, so, Chris, uh, where, where would you like to start? Well, uh, first of all, I'm glad to be here, Joe. Thanks for having me back. Yes, sir. And I would simply say this, you know, last week, we, like you said, we kind of did an overview, the basic idea of um, why there's more to it. Like when we talk about prayer, there's more to it. And how did we approach like getting behind the door of answering that question? Why is there more to it in prayer? Well, it's it's a relational chasing of God. The book's called Playing Chase with God. And so the whole metaphor behind the book is the understanding that we're all in a relational chase of God. And and I said this last week, and I'll just say it quick as a, as a reminder, like the happy, the happy uh, discovery when we see that is to understand we know more about prayer than we think we do because right. all of us have been building important relationships since we've been born. Sure. And if we'll just learn to look at the things that we know about building good, solid, important relationship and apply those to talking to God, then we will understand that there's more to prayer than we thought and we'll move forward. More importantly, we'll move forward in our relationship with God. Right. And our prayer movement will gain momentum. And so, your prayers will be more effective, too, exactly. because, because God is on the other side of your prayers. You're not just uh, mindlessly uh, repeating some words. That's right. You're not religiously engaging prayer. You're relationally engaging prayer, which now means you're engaging the person. Exactly. Which is part of what we want to talk about. So it's like – so. That's the general idea. So the specific idea then of how does this start and how do we begin to build this idea of our own personal prayer movement, our own personal chase with God or of God, mm-hmm. how is that built? How should I think about it? Well, it. I want to submit that this is the most basic starting place that I could imagine. And it's just this idea. Right. You have to show up. Now think about this way, Joe. So if you and I didn't know each other right. and – we decided we want to become friends. Mm-hmm. I would go like, hey, Joe, I've heard a lot of cool things about you. Uh, I'd like to get to know you. Mm-hmm. Let's set up a time next week. You'd pull out your phone probably. I'd pull right. out my phone. We'd compare schedules, and we would do what? We'd set a time to do what? Show up. Yes, sir. Show up. It's the most fundamental relational law. If you don't show up, nothing magical can happen in yep. any relationship. Amen. And when Absolutely. relationships begin to bog down, slow down, fall apart, dissolve, it's usually because somebody stopped showing up. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. this is the first piece of the puzzle in our relational pursuit of God that whether it is a dedicated place in my life, like a devotional place, like a prayer closet or a prayer room or a prayer time, like early in the morning, right. whether it's that kind of showing up, or if it's me driving down the highway in my car and I remember him yes, and I turn my attention in his direction, even while I'm going about my day, that's just another version right. of showing up. Yes, sir. Now, when I get to the end of my day and I realize I didn't show up at all today, right? or if I get seven days in my week 
Right. And I go like, I'm pretty sure I didn't show up anywhere to make myself to go like, hey, I still care about this relationship. I still want to have this dialogue with you. I want to build history with you, God. Yes, sir. That's that's something that happens in every person's professional life. They get so busy with things that they think are important that God takes a back seat and we don't we don't show up for that relation. And then when we truly need him, uh, we haven't built that relationship properly. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. There's a big difference. Think about it. There's a big difference in relationship between uh, somebody who's current sure. in the relationship and somebody who's trying to catch up yes, sir. in the relationship. Yes, sir. I think about people who you know them, but you never hear from them unless they need something. <laughs> That's right. and now, they're still your buddy. They're still your friend, but it does annoy you somewhat. Yeah. And and I think that that we need to keep that in mind totally. when we're building a prayer relationship with our Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, think about it, Joe. Think about, like, you just said it, but, like, there's right. a difference in relationship between proactive investment and reactive investment. Yes, sir. So the guy that doesn't call you until he needs something from you, right? he's reacting to some something in his life. Right. And he, Joe came to his mind because he's like, I think Joe could help me with this. He's right. reacting. Right. Proactive is... I'm reaching out to go, hey, Joe, we hadn't, we hadn't talked in a minute. I just, how you doing? Right. Like, uh-huh. Catch me up. What you been right. doing the last couple of weeks or right. whatever? Right. So this is what we're doing with God. We're staying current and we're being proactive. Yes, sir. As opposed to becoming uh, reactive. And then our whole life with God is a repeated cycle of catching up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, we try to catch up, and things seem okay between me and God, and then, like, I ignore him. Because everything's okay, you don't pay attention to it. And then my life begins when I put God out of first place, which is where he de- he deserves to be by his nature. Amen. I stop putting him first. My life begins to get in trouble, and then I re-up and go, like, oh, that's right, you're supposed to be first. Yeah. And it's a cycle. It's exactly sure. the cycle, like, this is not far into the Scriptures. In the Scriptures, it's the book of Judges. Right. It's exactly what happened to the children of Israel. Amen. They're They're on with God. They're off with God. They're on with God. And then, truthfully, when you read that book, you realize they're a lot more off with God. <laughs> yes, sir. Than they are on. Yes, sir. But uh, but for us, it's this idea of proactively showing up. And yes, that uh-huh. should probably mean there is some dedicated space in your life that's devotional. Right. Yes, but sir. it doesn't just mean that. It means as my day is going, I'm continuing. This is the beauty of of God. He's not located in a specific place. I don't have to go somewhere to show up. Exactly. He's with me in downtown Atlanta. He's in the yes, North sir. Georgia mountains. It doesn't matter. He's he I he's available and I can show up anywhere. And you feel him because he is with you all the time. You know, that's that's another common Mistake, I think, if people say, well, it's got to be, I've got to do it at this time or at this place or or whatever for me to have that personal relationship. And that's a good place to start with that personal relationship. But but your your relationship is 100% of the time, if you show up 
God will be there. It's well, yeah. And to your point, there's more to be said about prayer than just showing up. But here's what we know. Anything else you want to say about prayer is predicated on showing up. Amen, brother. You ain't you can't get to anything else if you're unwilling to show up. And the way I say it in the book is you have to show up. Nothing magical can happen until you do. Right. And yeah. one of the stories that I put in there was a story about Garth Brooks. We've all heard of Garth Brooks, but sure. Garth Brooks had been turned down by all of these record companies. He had done seven different showcases. Right. To get signed as an artist right. and turned down by them all. The last one was Columbia. Turned him down. Right. And then he was scheduled to play at Bluebird Cafe, which is the legendary sort of place sure. where all these songwriters come and a lot of record company executives come to see potential artists that they can Certainly. sign. Certainly. Well, Garth was scheduled to play seventh. Uh-huh. And he I think it was seventh or ninth, somewhere. He was down the line. Anyway, he showed right. up. Right. There was a guy that was supposed to play second. Uh-huh. And he didn't show. Yes, and the record company executives that Garth had already pitched himself right. his artistry to, and had they had said no to him, right. they were there to see the other guy, but that guy didn't, didn't show, show up. up. Garth right. showed up, yes, and sir. then they went like, "Hey, this other guy didn't show up in the second slot. Would you like to move up?" Right. Garth moves up. Because what? He was there. He was there, and he played in the second spot, and the same record executives that saw him in an office, let's say, now saw him with a live audience. Yes, sir. And, of course, what everybody knows about Garth Brooks, if you put an audience in front of him, and it's game on. It's a different... Certainly. So they saw the magic of him interacting with the audience, and they went like, oh, we missed it with this guy. And listen, the rest is... History. There's Amen. more to it. Like, right. Like, there's exactly. more to like more to the story. The rest of the story. Certainly. So, Certainly. and and exactly. but here's what we know: if Garth never, if Garth didn't show up, right. the whole magic of his career could not have unfolded. God has prepared a career for you with Him. Amen. History of Him. History with Him to be built. Right. That becomes the treasure of your life. You cannot get access to that until you make the the, the solid and solemn commitment to show up. To show up. Amen. But now, when, but here's, and I'll leave you with this. This can be sort of the last thought on this particular topic. But like, showing up is not this legalistic obligation. It's right. when you understand the invitation of God is the primary. Listen, the primary invitation to prayer is God saying, come to me. Yes. God himself is the invitation of prayer. So when you see that, right. now the opportunity of showing, that's what op, showing up now becomes not an obligation, but an opportunity. opportunity. Amen. It's something I get to do, and I get to receive the full reward of doing what? Just showing up. Now, there's more to say, and we'll say that maybe in some other episodes, but show up. Amen. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And I I know that each of you are uh, excited to... uh, to hear next week, and uh, and just as a reminder, uh, Chris, where where can we find this book? Yes, Amazon.com. Playing Chase with God under my name, Chris Morgan. Excellent. Strangely enough, they'll send it right to your door. Fantastic. Thank you very much, and uh, 
please be sure and be with us next week as we delve a little further into this uh, book, Playing Chase with God, and understand that to really get something out of prayer, there's more to it than just saying the words of a prayer. Thank you very much. Thank you, Joe.